Hey everybody, welcome to the second episode of Say What Again, Billy. I touched base with the listeners on why I started this podcast, a little bio about myself, and unfortunately, I felt the need to touch on the monoliths, which to me was a bamboozlement, and everybody got caught up in the whole UFO kick that we've been on here in the United States in the last few months. But the the premise of my podcast is to give the viewers and the listeners something paranormal worthy to hear. And I thought that in episode two of my podcast, let's talk about something that can actually be 85 to 90% factual and a possibility of being real. And that's cryptids. Now, what is a cryptid? A cryptid is a creature, animal, or something mythological that has not been scientifically proven, yet we have seen it. For example, United States, the infamous Bigfoot or Sasquatch or Skunk Ape, if you live in Southern Florida or the Georgia area, this is something that is a possibility to be among us, but rarely cited or documented. Now, to start off, Bigfoot is a probability. Now, why? The reports from Bigfoot sightings are always the same for the most part. It's a large animal that resembles an ape or sometimes people say bear-like that walks on two legs that is pretty elusive and it's sighted for a certain amount of time and is walking on its back legs which is bipedal and then just disappears. Other reports that it could be violent and howl. It has this distinct howl that some wilderness survival experts that have been in the woods or other people that do go into woods say that the howl is like a haunting howl. It's deep. They've never heard anything like it. And other people report when they see it, they take photos and their pictures are always coming out blurry, which we all know that any kind of video or photo that we've seen of, you know, Bigfoot is always just not the greatest. So Bigfoot is something that the United States has, um, for the most part, predominantly one of the more popular cryptids around, um, There is a show, again, you're going to hear me talk about this show quite often, Paranormal Evidence. It's on the Travel Channel. There's one episode in particular that I remember seeing where these hikers were on, I want to say they were in Alaska or they were on some far west, uh, northwest state. I want to say like maybe Washington, could have been Alaska, but it was somewhere where there was uh, glacier formations um, where they were on a trail in the woods and down this really steep hill um, was a glacier formation and it was off trail and they were videoing something that looked to be from their distance at least six feet or more, probably seven feet, walking with no problem on a glacial formation. And it was just, it was hauling ass. This thing was moving. And the hikers knew that it couldn't be a person because the way and the speed it was moving. And they were videoing it for quite some time until one of the hikers said, I'm going to call out to it. And they were like, hey, and it stopped dead in its tracks and it looked up at them and it just continued on. And eventually it just disappeared or, or went you know, into the forest and it was gone. And to me, that was one of the most, uh, probably the best pieces of evidence that I've seen at the age of 34 of Bigfoot because I go hiking and I know going off trail is not exactly easy. And I have gone off trail on many of trails when in my Boy Scout years and in the recent months that I've been hiking. And going off trail is not easy. 
because let's face it, there is no trail. There is no ground that is that is downed by people making the path. And if you're in an area that has glacial formations and you're off trail, it is not easy to trek. Now, if you guys have the opportunity, maybe you can go to YouTube and type in Bigfoot scene on glacial trail, a hiker see Bigfoot. You might come across this video that I'm speaking of. This thing was literally moving at a crazy speed. And for someone to stage this, because that's how I used to look at doing paranormal investigations. I used to say, let's try to disprove what it could be. And if we can disprove what people are saying is happening, then, you know, we're good. But if we can't disprove it, then it's something definitely weird going on, right? For someone to have a buddy go all the way down this trail, off trail, put a, uh, a Bigfoot suit on or even a bear suit and walk just for their friends to video it, that's a, that's a tall task to ask of, okay? And not to mention going down the hill that these hikers were on or going to that distance and not getting hurt and being away from your friends who could potentially help you before uh, the proper medics can get there, that's, 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 like I said, it's a tall task. So this video seemed to me pretty, pretty real. And my point is that Bigfoot is very probable in the United States. And this particular video was some of the best, or if not one of the best pieces of evidence I've seen of this type of cryptid. Um, why do I think Bigfoot is real? Well, let's face this. I, I, I'm a science type of religion type of guy. Okay. I try to play the middle role, middle line when it comes to certain things. And if you believe in evolution, evolution is a thing that, you know, we don't know what animals or what breeds came up through evolution and could have been hiding in the forest, eluding human contact. And we got ourselves something that we never, we never seen before. Um, people say that, you know, we evolved from apes. So maybe Bigfoot could be uh, a branch off of evolution, hiding in the forest, you know, eluding humans because it's got human tendencies. Well, to me, that's a po it's a possibility or it's just some type of animal that we've never seen before. And I might add an intelligent animal that we have never seen. Do I think Bigfoot is a paranormal or um, mysterious entity or mystic creature? I actually don't think so. I actually think that Bigfoot or Sasquatch is basically an animal that we haven't discovered that actually is pretty intelligent. One of the most intelligent animals on the face of this earth is actually a dolphin. A dolphin is very smart. And then I would go as far to say as gorillas and chimpanzees because they have very human-like and their thought process, they have human-like tendencies and their thought process is, is pretty dumbfounding sometimes when you see some of these videos about dolphins, chimpanzees, and gorillas, they do things that are like pretty um, intelligent. And there could be a possibility that Bigfoot is a very intelligent animal. And that's why it eludes humans. And it just say it just stays to itself so that it doesn't mess with anybody else. It's just a solo type of animal and it doesn't need the contact of humans Maybe it's so intelligent, it knows humans are around. Obviously, it knows because people have seen it. And it just chooses to elude human contact. And as one paranormal researcher on the, the show I like, what she likes to say is, if I was a cryptid, I would elude humans too. Because 
let's just face it, some humans, their their intent is to kill and study later. And there is a show on the Travel Channel, which I don't tune into, of a group of people that supposedly hunt Bigfoot, and they do exactly what I say. They actually hunt Bigfoot. They are trying to say that if it is if there is such an animal or cryptid of such as Bigfoot, that they are going to kill it because the people that are reporting the Bigfoot sightings are being terrorized by Bigfoot. To me, that's retarded. Okay, let's just put it flat out there like that. It's retarded. If there is something out there that we have yet to scientifically research or or note in, in our databanks that of animals out there in the world, why would you kill it? That's like the that's like you finding Loch uh, Messy from the Loch Ness, and and the first thing you do is kill it, not knowing whether there is another one down there or not. Like what? Why would you do that? You know how hard it is to even catch solid evidence of this thing on camera, and if you come across one, you're gonna go all southern, you know, go into the woods, hiker type, spit your your skull into a tin and cock back and shoot it. No, I think that's retarded. I have not tuned into that show after basically seeing a preview of it. And if I was Bigfoot and I knew about humans, I would probably elude them too. Uh, Bigfoot to me isn't something I would necessarily put in a cryptid category. I honestly think it's just some type of or form of an animal out there that just has a high intelligence um, or high IQ and is just really good at eluding humans. Um, there is an aspect of Bigfoot that people do claim, uh, that every time people take photos of Bigfoot and videos, it comes out blurry. And that's what leads certain people to say that there is a paranormal or extraterrestrial vibe to Bigfoot because everyone, every time you try to take a photo of this thing, it comes out blurry. And where have we seen blurry photos and blurry videos before? Well, we've seen them with UFOs, right? Every time someone sees a UFO in the sky, their photos are always really shangats, right? And why is that? Well, who knows? Maybe, you know, if there is aliens or UFOs out there, which I might add, if you listen to my last podcast, I have seen a UFO, so I do believe in them. But let's just say there's technology they're using to blur out, you know, camera, uh, camera photos and video photos and stuff like that. Who's to say Bigfoot isn't maybe possibly something from space that's using that technology. Now, do I believe that? Not not so much. I mean, I have seen some crazy photos, UFOs that are just never really accurate or really detailed, but that is something that's pretty common with sightings of Bigfoot. And that's the photos and videos really never get to be, you know, very, you know, it just looks like it's pixelated. So they're never really full-fledged photos that we can actually make out whether or not it's real or not. So, in my perspective of a Bigfoot, I really do think it's just an animal out there that's possibly not been documented. And it, to me, is a probability it's real because there is so much forest in the United States. I don't think people really get the bigger picture of the United States, okay? I mentioned in my last episode that there are forests in South Dakota, North Dakota, California has forests. Washington, Alaska, let's just use Alaska for instance, okay? Alaska is a state that can go for weeks and months in total darkness. So who in their right mind is accurately going into the woods to see how much is out there 
and document what is out there. There are parts of Alaska that I can assure you, and I don't know this for a fact, but I could assure you has yet to be trekked on or discovered or even walked on. Alaska is probably, if not one of the deadliest states in the United States, just because of its weather conditions. So who's to say there's not something roaming the forest out there? Now, Bigfoot has other names, and along with other names, Bigfoot has different personalities. Okay, In Russia, yes, Russia, there is a reported Bigfoot in Russia too. And apparently in Russia, the Bigfoot in Russia doesn't play around. Okay, Big Mama Russia Bigfoot does not play around. It is supposedly very aggressive. Okay, And as well as the Bigfoot in Alaska, I've heard reports and I've watched enough paranormal TV shows and I've read enough books to say that the Bigfoot and hear reports that Bigfoot in Alaska is highly aggressive. When people do see this thing, it growls, it throws things, it is aggressive, and so is the one in Russia. We're not talking about other countries, though. At the moment, we're talking about the United States. So in the United States, Bigfoot has different personalities. It also has different names. Down in Florida and in Georgia, there is a skunk ape. And the skunk ape is basically the same thing as Bigfoot. The only difference is when you see it or you think you're going to see it or you sense something in the woods that's pretty big walking around, you hear, I mean, I'm sorry, you smell a foul odor. And then they see this big monkey-like animal walking around and then it disappears. And that's why down south, they have given the Bigfoot name Skunk Ape. So Bigfoot has very different names and it also apparently has different personalities. I think, again, that Bigfoot is a very big probability of being real. There is no doubt in my mind that there is something in the woods that we have yet to discover. Again, the United States is so big and the woods are so vast and certain states just have nothing but plains, nothing but woods, that there has to be something else yet to be discovered. And my whole thing, a lot of a lot of times I live my life by this saying, well, everybody can't be wrong, right? So if everybody is saying something, right, then everybody can't be wrong, right? So if you have a friend saying to you, hey, don't go down there, it's dangerous. And then you have another friend saying, don't go down there, it's dangerous. It's not a great area. It's not a great area. It's not a good neighborhood. And you have another four people saying the same thing. And then you say, nah, screw it. I'm going to go there. And you get mugged. You get robbed. Those people were saying it for a reason. Everybody can't be wrong. So the more people that take photos and the more people that release video evidence of this apparent Bigfoot, there has to be something. It's just that I don't think certain people have actually taken the adequate time to go into the woods and really research it or try to find it. Now, there was a show I don't was not on last night. I actually checked the Travel Channel. There was other shows about Bigfoot on last night, but... Les Stroud, a survival expert who had a show, Survivor Man, had two episodes of the show where he was looking for Bigfoot and he was with, you know, Bigfoot um, experts and he was out there looking for it just because people had been telling him about the probability of Bigfoot being there and him himself having an encounter on an episode that he was recording, hearing something that he did not recognize from him being a wilderness survival expert. And what I mean by recognize is this man has heard every animal call on God's green earth. He has been to islands. He has been to other continents. He has been to every crevice of the United States 
doing wilderness survival. So you best believe this man knows his animal calls and he heard something on an episode that he did not recognize. And when all this Bigfoot talk got back to him, he decided to do an episode. Now, he's not on the fence yet of believing in it, but he was certainly investigating it with Bigfoot experts. And he was in parts of the woods in certain states and he was looking for this creature. And, you know, you got a little bit of things in episodes that give it away that there could be something out there. But then again, we don't really have that concrete evidence. So the Bigfoot in the United States is a 100% high probability of being real. And I'm going to move on to the next cryptid. Now, if you're a Jersey a Jerseyan, I should say that you've definitely heard of the story of the Jersey Devil. The Jersey Devil is something that I've actually went once looking for. And I went to a road in Jersey that was called Clinton Road. And I was dead wrong on everything because Clinton Road happens to be just a talked about road. and Nothing scary happened there. I had a friend in my group that refused to get out of the car because the road was so damn dark. But apparently the Jersey Devil is in southern Jersey. And it's in the it's in the Pine Barrens area of South Jersey, which I again recently watched an episode. And I actually think this was a show on Discovery. Josh Gates, who started out as a host for a paranormal show before he went into the whole adventure and history and artifact Indiana Jones esque uh, shows, he started off a paranormal show. And Josh Gates has two people now on a show called Expedition X. And these two individuals went looking for the Jersey Devil. Now, one guy tries to disprove it while the female basically helps out trying to document whatever she could see or hear. And, you know, they're both coming together to see whether or not it was real or if it was fake. Now, in this episode, they did see and hear kind of crazy things. And they're trying to determine whether or not the Jersey Devil is real. And they were in southern Jersey. They were in the Pine Barrens. And they were trying to say that the Jersey Devil could be possibly be a bat. Now, bats cannot survive really in colder weather. From what I gathered on this episode when they were speaking to a bat expert, I would assume bats are predominantly um, creatures that live in warmer climates. I've, I've honestly never seen a bat. I used to work at the Bronx Zoo for five years. And whenever I seen a bat at the zoo, it was always in a warm building and they're they're chart that had their, uh, what you should know about the animal was always, they come from an area where it's predominantly warm. So I had a hard time believing that a bat could have possibly been the Jersey devil, because if you hear certain reports about the Jersey devil, it's one big ass animal. It is a big animal wingspan. It's got hooves. It's got red eyes. A bat's really not that big. And they did show a certain bat on the show that happened to be Pretty big, but not as big as what people have been reported to see in Jersey. So that's been one uh, cryptid that Jersey has, okay? And actually goes down to Philadelphia as well. Um, it's in Philadelphia folklore, folklore. It's in Jersey folklore. And it basically spawns from a woman that was a... She had 12 kids, okay? And her nickname was Mother Leeds, okay? She had 12 kids... And on the 13th kid, after finding she finding out she was pregnant yet again, and this woman must have been busy, she said right before the kid was birthed, let this kid be the devil or something to that extent. I'm paraphrasing. And when the kid came out, it was apparently there's two types of stories to this. The kid came out already looking like a monstrosity. But, um, but the other report is the kid came out and 
ended up morphing into this demonic type creature flying out of the house and into the southern Jersey woods where we have this Jersey devil. See, now the thing about tales and urban legends is I want to know sometimes where these stories came from, right? So you get you when you make a story up and writers make stories up, like like you know, George Lucas and Star Wars and all these people that make these stories, they gotta get it from somewhere, right? From the imagination. So I want to know where this story came from with this Leeds family and how this kid came about, because some of these stories are pretty extravagant. The fact of the matter is some of these stories could be so extravagant, they're hard to believe and have you saying, say what again? But so many people have reported seeing things. Now, not everybody is out there that they're going to go home and let's, and they're going to say, well, I'm going to tell my wife I saw this and see what she says just for shits and giggles. Well, let me tell you something. There are people that are very mature and they have, um, I guess, a trust factor about them that they're, they're not going to go home or go to their friends and just BS a story to them, right? So a lot of people do end up reporting seeing something and they're not BSing. They did see something. And Jersey happens to have a lot of reports of this Jersey devil. And to me, I think that the, with the more reports of things like that, there has to be some, like, you know, uh, truth to it, you know? And the Jersey devil happens to be New Jersey's um, cryptid, okay? Jersey has a cryptid, and that's the Jersey devil. Now I'm going to sway over to another cryptid that we have in the United States that it actually has been reported to be seen right before catastrophes. And it started off in West Virginia in the United States in the early 60s, mid-60s, and that is the Mothman. The Mothman actually had a movie based on it, and I watched it thinking that I was going to see some, you know, a lot of scary stuff. But, you know, in that show, in that movie, rather, there wasn't a lot of seeing the Mothman, but the bridge collapsing in Virginia that was a big event was in that movie and it was uh, West Virginia I I forgot it was Point Pleasant Bridge the Point Pleasant Bridge apparently went down and prior to it going down they had reported seeing the Mothman the Mothman is a creature that has these red eyes again with the red eyes has these bat-like wings and kind of like a human-esque body and there has been reports all around the world of see, of seeing this creature, um, the Mothman was said to be the reason why the Silver Bridge collapsed in Virginia, and people said they had seen it near the bridge, and then a few days later, the bridge went down. The reports of Mothman is that it chases cars, and it's on top of buildings, and it's pretty damn big, anywhere from seven feet to eight feet, and the wingspan is they describe it as being pterodactyl-like. The wingspan is so huge. And this is a cryptid that was based or, or originated in Virginia, West Virginia, and again, has been seen all throughout the world. So this is just three cryptids now in the United States. One of the cryptids has a big possibility of being real. And then the other two, being that the backstories from it. The Mothman just kind of appeared. The Jersey Devil has a story, which is kind of like, you can believe a woman birthing that many kids, but can you believe her saying, let this kid be the devil and the devil comes out? I don't necessarily buy that, but I'm just giving you guys three cryptids that are based in the United States, and there are reports of each of them, one more so than the others, 
And there has been reports of them. In West Virginia, there's been reports of the Mothman. In Jersey, there's been reports of the Jersey Devil. And all throughout the United States, there has been reports of Bigfoot. So these are just three cryptids that I gave you today that are in the United States. Now, why did I talk about cryptids and why did I talk about these three cryptids? Well, I talked about these cryptids because contrary to um, ghosts, which you know a lot of people say with the videos they see online or on TV that they could be faked and they can be staged. These are things that are animals, okay? They could possibly be real and they could actually be proven. Well, they tried to prove the Jersey Devil to be a bat, a very big bat. And what can the Mothman be, right? The Mothman is said to be a human-like creature with red eyes and a moth-like head and wings. You know, what animal do you know looks like that? The reason for this is because I just think that some cryptids do have the strength to be real and we just haven't properly documented it yet. I do believe there are cryptids that are real. And I'm going to lean towards more Bigfoot because it's ape-like, it's bipedal, and I think science can and, and ultimately end up proving its existence and it just end up being something we have never discovered. There are discoveries every day in the world and there are 80 to 90% of the ocean depths you know, almost all of the ocean that has yet to be discovered. There's things swimming down in the ocean that we have not ever seen and probably will never see, or even that we know about. Maybe civilization, maybe Atlantis is at the bottom of the ocean somewhere. And and people are saying, ah, oh, it was fake, it was real, and it's down there. We just can't get down there to see it. Now, who's to say that there are cryptids in the United States and we haven't seen them and we haven't documented them yet? You can't just go and say something is fake because you haven't seen it. A lot of people say reports, a lot of people um, say the, you know, they have these stories and they have these photos and they have these videos. You get a lot more of them popping up as time goes on. And I strongly do think that there's a possibility that not, like, again, I reiterate on this. Bigfoot, yes. The other two, meh, maybe. But there are possibilities of cryptids being out there. So I'll leave off on this episode with a show I was watching during the um, pandemic Um I was by myself during most of the pandemic because uh, I am a hospital worker. So my wife and daughter did what was best in the family interest. And they went to stay with someone else that wasn't always around the hospital. And there was a show that I watched every weekend. It was called uh, These Woods Are Haunted. And it was, again, on the Travel Channel. And there was a lot of episodes on this particular show, but there was one that caught my attention. Now, the person that witnessed the event was the one apparently telling the story. Now, I've watched other shows on the Travel Channel with this same um, premise where the witnesses was telling the story. And I don't know what show it was, but it almost was like actors. There was actors basically being used to tell the story. And you could tell it was actors. But this episode of The Woods of Haunted and this particular uh, person, I don't think was an actor. And I, and I do, do, do believe that he was telling the truth. Matter of fact, this show didn't have the actors. It was another show I can't think of the name of. And they were saying that before 4th of July, uh, this individual and three of his friends would go into the lake and they would always go to a certain spot and they would go fishing. And they would bring back the fish and they would barbecue for the 4th of July. And they were always told, I believe this was in Texas, not to go to a certain area of the lake or in that general direction because it's not safe. But they never really said in the episode or that individual never really said why. 
So these four guys went on this boat and they went to that area and they were fishing. And it got to a point at nighttime where they felt like they were being watched and they ended up seeing eyes. And the, they ended up seeing what was like almost like a insect-like creature. And it was making these horrific noises and it was coming towards them. And apparently these guys, I think one or two of them were armed and they took out their, they took out their rifles and they were looking at it and they were trying to get the boat working because, of course, in paranormal and science fiction fashion, again, this, this was a claimed true story, um, they could not get the engine to the boat started. And basically, they were sitting ducks. And after seeing one of these things, it turned out that there was more than one and there was about three or four of them. And they ended up getting away from that area where they were fishing, but they were scared shitless. They were terrified. They were screaming. They were praying. They got the boat started. And they went back on the lake. Now, this man from Texas that was telling his encounter of this story, he was on, he was in tears telling the story on the show. And he said that he would never go back over there. He was telling his wife. He hugged his wife. He hugged his kids when they got back. And this was a story that stuck with me because, like I said, it's down in Texas, these swampy lake areas. Who's to say everything is discovered? You, people don't realize how dangerous... Southern southern states are with the insects and the, the reptiles and, you know, gators and the boars that are down there. You can get killed just simply walking through the woods. People aren't out there just walking through the woods documenting if they can find something new. So who's to say this man was was telling a story that could have been fake or could have been real? So the the remorse and the, the tears in this guy's eyes as he was telling this story on camera, I believed him that there was something down there. That was an amphibian-like creature, he said. It had red eyes yet again, or maybe yellow. I could be wrong. But this story just stuck with me. And the reason I talk about cryptids in this episode is because there is the full-fledged potential of there being things out there that are 100% undiscovered and could be factual and could be, could be real. And I would hope that, you know, in the future, maybe people can get out there and maybe like organized scientific people and do their best to try to find some kind of evidence. Because I know that if I see something in the sky or the next time I see something in the sky, I'm going to make sure my iPhone 12 is shooting clearly at this thing so I can video it and send it on YouTube and send it on the Facebook and send it to people that had been doubting me for years and say, hey, I caught this in the sky. Or better yet, the next hike I go on that I see something batshit crazy, I'm going to say, do you see what I see? Because I just filmed it. So anyways, that was my episode today with cryptids. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys listened. I hope I, got, I hope I did a good job. Apologize for the last episode where my intro was apparently too long. I tried to fix that with this episode. The whole podcast thing is new to me. Uh, I'd like to thank, again, Anchor for letting me do this. It's a great app if you want to get the podcasting. Hoping that my podcast makes it out there to some people that are um, very positive. I, you know, I want to make it to some paranormal, um, privy people. And thanks for listening. And this is another episode of Say It, Say What Again, Billy.